0: Hi everyone, Grant K here for the Flame Premium Learning Channel. In this video, you will be introduced to a very versatile tool in action. This tool is known as the 3D shape and it was introduced in Flame Premium 2015. The uses of this tool go far beyond solely creating basic shapes. Due to the flexible nature of its implementation, it's not just a tool for motion graphics. It's also a compositing tool which solves issues such as integration challenges when compositing. In fact, this extraordinary tool can build motion graphics, integrate image blending with light wrapping, object removal or blurring and even build virtual sets with embedded camera projection. Ultimately, you are using 3D functionality to solve a series of 2D challenges. We will cover some of the use case scenarios over a series of videos. Let's get started with the operational mechanics and basic workflows. So here we are in Action and I have a dual-view split with a result view and the Action Schematic. Now when it comes to creating 3D shapes, you can influence the center axis of the 3D shape in two ways. Firstly, if you don't want the axis in the center of the screen when drawing the 3D shape, you gesturally drag out the node into the result view. So when you draw the 3D shape, the axis will remain in its current position offset from the vertices. Obviously, this will affect any transformations to the 3D shape such as rotating it on its axis. And when you combine multiple Gmasks to form a 3D shape, you might not want the axis in the center of the result view. However, if you want the Axis to be in the center of the result view, double-click on the 3D shape node in the Action node bin. In Draw Shape mode, just click around the view to draw a basic shape. Similar to masks, you can click to create corners or click and drag to create tangents on each control point. Just an extra point, You can create closed 3D shapes as well as open 3D shape splines if you switch to move mode before closing the shape. If you wish to toggle between tangents and corners on the control points, press B to switch to break tangents. So this shape is fully editable and live all the time. Now the 3D shape is actually a mixture of different concepts from other tools in Action. In other words, the 3D shape inherits all the properties of the Action Gmask. This includes construction, feathering and more. However the 3D shape is a complete 3D object that generates polygons on the fly. The 3D shape can be extruded, intersected, shaded with lights, blended, textured, projected on and more. The main point is that the 3D shape is always live in the composite and it's not a baked-down geometry. Bearing all these concepts in mind, it can be applied to a broad range of tasks including the ones I mentioned earlier. So let's look at the Action Schematic to understand the fundamental building blocks of the 3D shape. G masks are used to create the geometry of the 3D shape. A Gmask is added at the same time as the 3D shape. But you can attach Gmask nodes to the 3D shape at any time. Ultimately, the 3D shape node will generate the corresponding geometry from the Gmask shape. The 3D shape node will also generate the geometry properties including blending modes and transparencies. One big point to mention is that the 3D shape is always associated to media. The media number associated to the 3D shape is indicated in the text field under the node. If no media is loaded or selected in the media list, the 3D shape will use the background input of Action. A zero on the node's text field will indicate this. The media input is quite essential for the 3D shape because it allows for two functions. The first function is media projection through the default camera. This will enable you to use the 3D shape for a variety of compositing tasks instead of using surface objects. The other function is that you can display the object view of the 3D shape. The object view is mapped to the F8 hotkey. Using this 2D view, you can load to the assigned media as a background and use the 3D shape to outline a section or trace a graphic. Say for example, you are given a bitmap scan of a logo and you need to create a 3D version in Flame Premium. One interesting property of the 3D shape is that you can combine multiple geometries to create the shape you need. By default, the shapes intersect each other. Any adjustments to these shapes will automatically be computed on the fly. This is great for intricate animations and there are quite a few more options to choose from. These options will be covered in a later video. One other fundamental to understand is that the 3D shape geometry is extruded from a virtual 2D creation plane. This virtual plane was defined by the axis of the 3D shape when it was created. Other influences to be aware of is the camera position when you create the 3D shape as well as any node hierarchy. By that I mean using a perspective grid to align the 3D shape. We'll cover more of this in later videos. So the G masks are projected onto the virtual 2D creation plane and the 3D shape is extracted from the projection. That's a lot of technical detail but if you were to rotate or offset the G masks in Z-space, the 3D shape will not be distorted by this adjustment. If you want to bend the 3D shape after you've created it, just go to the Action node bin and apply a deforming mesh. You can pull the lattice around the 3D shape to reshape the geometry. Just note that you might need to subdivide the geometry or increase the tessellation for a better result as you deform the 3D shape. This is no different from displacing a 3D surface with a displacement map and you need to tessellate or increase the polygon count. Another side note is that the 3D shape will inherit any GMOSC vertices tracking. And as of 2015, you have a separate user channel for offsetting the vertices from the tracking data that can be very beneficial for 3D shapes. To conclude this video, I'd like to finish off by mentioning that setups from the old GMosk node can still be imported into Action. However, these extruded G-masks will come in as baked geometry. But the good news is that importing any Action G-mask from a previous setup can still be turned into a 3D shape. Coming soon, we'll have a look at the different ways that splines can be combined to create the 3D shape. Comments, feedback and suggestions are always welcome and appreciated. Thank you for watching. And please subscribe to the Flame Premium Learning Channel for future videos.